Welcome to Medified, a podcast about web dev and tech news that piqued my interest. I'm your host, Richard, and I'm looking forward to this episode. If you're about to develop a React Native app and you want to make your life easier, in most cases, I definitely recommend checking out Expo as it brings many quality of developer life improvements to the ecosystem. And at the beginning of this month, Expo announced a new SDK 46 that boasts the latest React Native 0.69.4. Expo Go and Expo Web now also support React Native Skia and React Native Fleshlist, and there are many more updates, but let's take a quick look at the new Expo CLI, which has been introduced as part of this update as well. The name of the game is Local Expo CLI, and it aims to replace the Global Expo CLI. The main difference is that this new CLI is installed in each one of your Expo projects, and thus it stays versioned with the rest of your code. This means projects that are much easier to set up and stay working longer thanks to fewer moving parts. Also, since the old global CLI needed to support all versions of Expo, the bloat is now gone, and the new CLI is rewritten and boasts a better performance. Expo Eject is now removed entirely and replaced with Expo Prebuild. The reason for this is basically because ejecting no longer means that we are thrown out from the comforts of the Expo ecosystem, since we can still rely on Expo's update and build service even after doing so. Neat. The Great Gatsby Framework is back with a meme-filled blog post that dives deep into a new feature coming to Gatsby Cloud called Reactive Site Generation. So, let's take a look if this helps Gatsby with establishing its identity in the ever-growing pool of competition. In a nutshell, the so-called Reactive Site Generation lets you publish changes from your source CMS using the Gatsby Cloud CDN to production in just a couple of seconds, which is hella fast. Kyle Matthews, the founder of Gatsby, calls this hug reloading, but for your production website, and it certainly feels like it. He compares this approach to static site generation and server-side rendering, and even calls this the next alternative to those two. So, what is it all about? Well, the name is, pretty obviously, based on reactivity, which was made popular by React. Basically, the output changes when the input that is a dependency of the output is updated in a reactive way. And reactive site generation, or RSG, is basically this, but extrapolated to the web, where the output is a cache on a CDN running on Gatsby Cloud. So Gatsby Cloud's implementation of RSG automatically updates the CDN cache and your site on the other end is updated. Magical. Kyle goes on to some benchmarks where he compares the RSG to Gatsby SSG on Netlify or Next.js running on Vercel with some very interesting results. We also get a video of Gatsby's RSG reloading from a CMS from Contentful in action and it's really cool. The author promises two more articles that will dive deeper into the concepts of SSG, SSR and RSG and I can't wait to read about this some more and keep you posted. 
Astro is a relatively new framework focused on building multi-page applications, or MPAs, with an architecture that's called Component Islands that is pioneered by the framework. In a relatively short time, around 16 months, Astro gained huge traction thanks to them supporting every other UI framework and dev tool there is out there. Multi-page applications are with us from the beginning of the internet. It's basically a website consisting of many HTML pages, mostly rendered on the server. If you ever used Ruby on Rails, Python's Django or PHP's Laravel, you know what I'm talking about. What's cool about this framework is the usage of one language for server and runtime. And that language, my friends, is good old JavaScript. So what about the component islands architecture that I mentioned earlier? Well, the term was first coined by Etsy's front-end architect, Katie Seiler Miller, in 2019, and it refers to an interactive UI component on an otherwise static page of HTML. Astro is automatically stripping out all the JavaScript from the page and generating only a static page with pure HTML. And when you need an interactive component, you can isolate it to a separate island without changing the whole page. It's clear that any 1.0 version should be all about commitment to the stability of the API and production readiness. And the team behind Astro means serious business, because in this version they have expanded on a lot of stability features, while also throwing in something new for good measure. So we get image optimization in the terms of a new image and picture components, MDX support with a standard syntax for mixing UI components and markdown, SSR builds where the server output is now stable and available for production use, and the internal build engine is upgraded to Wheat 3.0. Don't forget to check out the brand new redesigned website. But be prepared to experience warp speed. Thanks for tuning in to Minified. If you like what I do, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and share it with your friends and colleagues. Catch you later.